This is the OpenSource.club, a free St. Louis-focused knowledge share podcast. Through industry experts, entrepreneurs, personal stories, and more, we provide the information you need to achieve and thrive. Always visit our website, theopensource.club, for more details. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Do you really care why your basement drain backs up? All you care about is fixing the problem as fast as possible. What would you say if I told you that basement backups could be reduced, maybe eliminated if you participated in the overall solution? I'm your host, Bonita Cornute, and this is Money Mondays by the Open Source. MSD's Public Affairs Manager, Sean Hadley, is here to tell us why it is important to work together to keep your basement dry. You are listening to Money Mondays by the Open Source. Become a subscriber. Go to www.theopensource.club, add your email address in the subscribe to podcast window, and have podcast notifications delivered to your inbox. Headquartered in St. Louis, MSD is the nation's fourth largest sewer and wastewater utility with more than 9,600 miles of sewer lines. The company services St. Louis City and 90% of St. Louis County. Sean Hadley is here to explain why basement backups have become such a problem. Welcome, Sean. Do you have an answer for that? I'm sure you do. Uh, uh, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Benita. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so the basement backups, that's a bigger, that's a different issue from, you know, when we're talking about flooding and like erosion, and the stormwater stuff and flash flooding. Basement backups, usually what they are is, is when water's coming into your home through those drains and, um, how it gets there, it's a couple of different ways. I mean, you could have a basement backup actually from, um, we call it, we deem overland flooding, which is water coming in from um, above the ground, infiltrating through like uh, window wells or if people walk out basement, that type of stuff. That could be a, that, be, that could be a tribute to a basement backup. The other ones are the, the ones that when they come through the actual sewer system, the actual backup, when the sewer, the sewer system actually backs up into your home. So basement backups, there's a couple different classifications for basement backups. And what we what, what happens is if there's too much water in the system and it backs up into your basement, that's what we would call an overcharge main. And with that, we have what we call basement backup assistance, which is $3,000 with $100 deductible. So you basically get $2,900 to go towards the fixing of your basement or get the cleanup of, of, of that process. Um, if we have a block main, that could be different as well. I mean, those, um, it depends on how, what the source of that was and what happens. And um, the other thing is if we have a complete failure of the system, there's other things there that we would um, that would kick in the place depending on what happened. And a good example of that would be back in um, a little over a year and a half ago, we had the uh, we had a lightning strike on the River to Pair, and it took out uh, three of our pump stations in the River to Pair, and that actually caused a lot of homes along the River to Pair. I think over over a couple hundred homes had backups, and that was con- that was deemed a system failure, and so we were actually able to come in and make them whole. Well, to speak about lightning I, I, and and heavy rains, I suppose that's a, a result of climate change. Could you say that? Yeah, again. You you could say I mean with with the time the the time of year that we're getting these storms it could consider you know we're getting, we're getting them more frequently it's one of those things where um, you're seeing a lot more 
um, higher frequency storms drop a lot more rain in a short, in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that you could, you could deem to the fact that there's, there's a change in, again, the weather patterns. Um, people say it's climate change. People can say what, um, kind of different things about it, have different theories, but, um, we are seeing St. Louis is seeing a, the St. Louis region is seeing just different storm pat- patterns than we've seen in the past. And it's not just St. Louis, it's the entire Midwest. I'm sure it is. It feels like it anyway. Well, how many service calls are made to MSD for, for ba- basement backups? Do you get those frequently after a storm? Um, you know, we actually don't get as many um, as you would expect because we have a very um, extensive cleaning uh, maintenance program and we're very proactive, which means that um, we are out, our operations um, folks are out every day cleaning the storm inlets, checking the drains, making sure they're free and clear. So when we get these big forecasts, and we actually do watch the forecast, we actually um, we keep track of that. The biggest thing with us is that we, since we are on a five-year cycle of cleaning, meaning that we hit every inlet within a five-year cycle, and when we go back and hit some extra areas, if um, if we deem that there might be some uh, some trouble spots, we'll, we you know we have a bigger forecast coming. We may come out and hit that hit that inlet again just to make sure it's clear because mm. we know that area might be prone to flooding. So the biggest thing I can tell you is that if we didn't have this program, this five-year um, extensive you know cleaning program, when it rains, you would see streets flooding. You would see people's, people's basements backing up at more of a frequent clip. We don't have that happening with us. I mean, this past weekend, we had um, probably the most calls we've had in, in probably the last year and a half. We oh. have 600 calls for um, water in people's basements, um, you know, street flooding, all that stuff. And I can tell you that over 50% of those calls weren't even our issue. Oh, really? When Whose issue was it then? What do you mean? Could it have been the homeowner's fault on the inside of the house? Well, yeah. I mean, they're deemed, so again, they're deemed like what they call overland flooding. So you're getting water in from somewhere else and you're not getting it from the actual sewer system. When I say not our issue, I mean, the water didn't come in through the sewer system. And you may have had something else happen. You could have had, a over, you could have had again, overland flooding. Um, you could have gotten water in one family out in, uh, out in West St. Louis County. There were, uh, a couple houses out there on a creek. The, the creek actually jumped its uh, banks, and they got water in from the creek. They thought it was coming in from the sewers, but when we went out there to investigate it, it was actually the water came in. The, the creek filled up with too much water, and that water came in to their homes and um, entered their drains and kind of came up through that direction. So, yeah, there's there's different there's different types of uh, uh, classification when you get water in your in your home. And we actually go out and check out. We check every single call that we get, and we make sure if it's something that if it is an issue with us, we make we take full responsibility for it. Is all of this information on your website? And what is that uh, web address? Yeah, it is on our website about the uh, basement backup protection and msdprojectclear dot org. It's msdprojectclear.org, and you can find all the information there. And, um, you know, we, we, we're, we're frequently putting things out on social media as well, just kind of, you know, especially when we get rain coming in, we kind of try to remind people to be mindful. And the biggest thing I can tell you is that, cause we, I get this question asking me all the time, is that how can people help us when it's getting ready to rain or kind of whatever? And the biggest thing I can tell you is that make sure your gutters are clear, Make sure that you know your downspouts aren't connected to the to the uh, the sewer system or the drains. Make sure that your um, if you see an inlet that's blocked, if you can clear that from the debris safely, if you can go out, I mean, like, if you can pull those branches out of that out of that inlet without having any issues, go ahead and do that. If you can't, call us, have us come out and check it and clear it. 
before those rain before those rainstorms happen. Another thing I can tell you is that we tell people all the time: do not dump leaves, grass clippings, yard waste, any of that stuff into a sewer. Do not throw trash in it. Uh, storm inlets are not trash cans. Gotcha. That 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 is a wise uh, piece of information. Um, you know, something else you might consider, or we as homeowners might consider, is what we flush down the toilet. Is that part of the the dilemma when you run into this kind of situation? It is a big part of the dilemma, and it actually leads into a good a good. Um, answer for you here is that yes you have to be mindful of what you're flushing down your toilet what you're putting down your drain um we have a big extensive like outreach program that we have for what we call uh fats oils and greases we call it fog for short uh-huh. that's basically the cooking the uh, anything that you're cooking oil your uh, your gre- your uh, butter your cheeses any of the fats any of the, any of the stuff that has fats in it uh your salad dressings when you uh dump that when you're done with when you're done with that you people like to dispose that down their drain and that's not where it goes it actually goes into the trash can because what happens is you will put that in your drain and over time it will actually build up and cake up into your your uh, storm or your uh, wastewater laterals and when you get quote when you get a big storm or when you just or one day when you're just flushing your toilet that could come back into your home it's actually happened to, at my home we had somebody flush some paper towels down the uh the uh, toilet and um, especially with this pandemic a lot of people are flushing um, what they call flushable wipes down the toilets and those aren't flushable because they don't disintegrate the only thing, that's, the only thing that belongs down um, your toilet is toilet paper the only thing that belongs down your drains is your water wow well you know you would think oh well i'll run some hot water in the in the sink and and that'll flush out any any grease that might be collecting in in those pipes but it's not necessarily is what you're saying. That's one of those old tales that you, I mean, that you yeah, that you you're told that if you run hot water, it's going to break it up. It's yeah. the same thing. Like my mom used to say to me all the time is that when you, when it rained, you're not supposed to run the shower. You're not supposed to do this because it's going to back up. Well, that's not, that's not necessarily true, but yeah, you, hot water is not going to break that up. Um, running your shower during a storm is not going to cause your house, your water to back up in your home either. Okay. Uh, basement backups, that's a community problem, Would, wouldn't you say? Meaning that if a property owner is doing everything right, but the neighbors are pouring oil in the in the drain or flushing paper towels, basically that defeats the, the, the efforts of that one homeowner, correct? It can. I mean, but you got to realize that um, each home has a lateral line. They don't share a lateral line. Now, I will say an apartment complex or a multifamily home, yes, that could be the issue. But on a single-family home, you're, you have your own separate lateral line. So what you're doing or what, or what the previous homeowner did could play in a, uh, you know, part in, in what happens to you down the road. Because, again, when you're flushing stuff like that down, it doesn't necessarily happen overnight. It can take months for that to build up, and then one day you're just you go down your basement and you've got just water coming up and and you know kind of all kinds of other things happening. Well, this sounds like an education opportunity. Where can listeners go to learn more? Your website, I take it. Yeah, our website, um, you know, msdprojectclear.org is our is our website. Even in our, even our social media, um, you know, at, um, at MSD Project Clear is our social media handle for all of our social media channels. You know, we're on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Well, we put a lot of 
educational things out there. Even on our YouTube channel, we have a lot of videos, uh, PSAs that talk about this type of stuff. Um, you know, we've got um, just different, even with the Know Your Zone, the Fog, to the Wipes, we have every type of um, educational tool there for you to learn about what not to do and what it does. I mean, we have videos that show you the result, the end results of when you actually don't follow those directions. Well, Sean, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate the information. Thank you for having me. In summary, let's say you are in a high state of stress, staring at standing water in your basement. At that very moment, you are worried about cleanup costs, lost storage items, and the possibility of health risks. At no point are you thinking about climate change. But in most instances, climate change is at the root of your basement backup, if you think about it. Get ahead of it. Before your basement floods, educate yourself. Go to www.msdprojectclear.org and learn about flooding. Climate change causes more floods and puts your property in danger. Keep your sewers clean. Don't use your toilets for trash. Maintain your pipes. And please don't pour cooking oils, paint, or any other toxins down the drain. And we want you to also communicate that same message to your neighbors. Let them know that this is a group effort. Explain that by working together and keeping sewers clean, everybody wins. I'm your host, Bonita Cornute, and this has been a Money Mondays episode by The Open Source. To hear more shows like this one, go to www.theopensource.club. Add your email address to the podcast subscription window and get new content in your inbox. Thank you for listening to the OpenSource.club podcast. Become a subscriber through RSS or YouTube. There's more to come that you won't want to miss. Our name is our web address, theopensource.club.